0: Good morning. Our Old Testament reading today is taken from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, and reading verses 31 to 34. A New Covenant The day is our surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. The Gospel reading is taken from the book of John and it reads chapter 12, verses 20 to 33. Some Greeks wish to see Jesus. Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, Whoever serves me, the Father will honour. Now, my soul is troubled. And what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it. When I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. Amen.
1: How good are you at talking to people that you've never met before? Are you one of those who views a stranger as somebody to be apprehensive around and fearful? A bit like back in primary school where we're all told about stranger danger. Or are you somebody who relishes the opportunity to meet somebody from a different context and get to know them and share with them something of who and what you are as well? In our gospel story for today, um, we're in the midst of the big festival of Passover in Jerusalem people would have gathered from all around the world. There would have been lots of strangers from different cultures all gathering together, mixing and sharing. The crowds would have uh, already welcomed Jesus into Jerusalem waving the palm branches. And they are excited about the fact that he has also just miraculously raised his friend Lazarus from the dead in John chapter 11. So Jesus is there in this melting pot of a variety of cultures, and he is there speaking his own language with the people close to him, but also with the people who are antagonistic towards his ministry the teachers of the law, the temple authorities, the scribes, and the Pharisees so although there is this growing euphoria about all that jesus might do the triumphal entry the miracle maker the healer of the sick and the raiser of those who are dead there is also amongst all of these cacophony of voices there are also those who are grumbling those who are muttering threats those whom are deeply antagonistic towards Jesus. And they also are speaking his language. They are offering threats back to him in the same words that he would have been hearing from those who were close to him. Whilst Jesus and his first disciples were Jewish, John's Gospel was written mainly for those later Christians who were from a non-Jewish, from a a Greek culture. And one of the themes of this Gospel to the Greeks is that Jesus came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God in John chapter 1. It is therefore significant that in today's passage, there are people who are asking for an introduction to Jesus. They are desperate to meet him, but they are not Jewish. They are not offering threats or muttering. They are Greek. And they identify themselves as such. They are desperate to seek Jesus. And yet, they would have been excluded from all the conversations that have been happening because they didn't speak Aramaic. So, they go to Jesus' his friend, Philip. Now, why do they do that? Maybe it's because Philip was one of those kind of people who was very good at being a go between. In John's Gospel, we, we see him uh, right at the start of the Gospel being somebody who introduces others to Jesus. He introduces Nathaniel, who would become one of the disciples. Philip also is a Greek name, so it's very likely that uh, Philip would have been a Greek speaker. So maybe the Greeks go to him because maybe he's just a very welcoming kind of personality, but also that he would have spoken their language. He would have been a non threatening introduction into Jesus' society. There is something of the go between, of the intermediary, which is something that we will all have to do at some point. That we will all be people who will introduce people to others, but that we also stake part of our reputation in the process. Oh, yes that person would would be an interesting one for you to meet. And we lay our reputation slightly on the line in the process. But for each of us, I want to think of it that we also might need to adopt the role of being a go between, between the church or between Jesus and God and those who do not know God as of yet. That whereas Philip is able to relate to people by his welcoming nature, but also by the fact that he is able to share their language, that we also might need to think of those other circumstances where we speak the language of those around us. How can we communicate and share effectively with them? Because what we see in our Gospel reading today is where language can be used as a barrier to exclude people from Jesus. But also that by knowing a variety of languages, that there then is afforded that opportunity for people to encounter and engage with Jesus. How often does language become a barrier? And one that often we are quite willing to construct. Because let's be quite clear often in group dynamics in professional settings we create our own languages just so we can feel part of a team but also so that we can exclude those who might not be up to the mark for us. Being married to a teacher I've had to learn a whole language of acronyms that Hazel will come back and bombard me with at the end of the working day. Whenever I ask the question, how is your day at work? I get subjected to a conversation about SEN registers, flows, SATs, SBAGS, or LACs, and HLTAs. Of course, it works the other way. Hazel often accuses me of talking absolute gibberish when I start talking about Methodist minister things such as CPDs, conference memorials, synods and notices of motion. The last of which she said sounded like a child in class asking to go to the toilet. The language we use can help to build an identity within a group but it can also exclude those who do not understand the language that is being spoken. What are the barriers that we as Christians use to inadvertently keep people from knowing Jesus and from meeting him? Our world can be transformed. Lives can be transformed when people are able to encounter the love of God that is revealed through Jesus. God offers to our world and to everyone an upside down view of the world where the weak are strong, the poor are rich. And all need to hear that. And all need to be given that opportunity to meet with Christ and to know something of the good news of the Gospel. But this can only happen if we are prepared to lose some of our language which creates barriers. And if we are also willing to find the means of communicating with those who are outside of the present conversation. According to church tradition, Philip goes on and uses his skills of communicating and engaging with the Greek speaking community by continuing his ministry into Syria and then on into Greece. A tradition has it that he is martyred in Hierapolis in Greece around 80 AD. He converted many through his skills and his evangelism over the years he was able to relate with people around him he spoke their language the good news of jesus christ the fact that we are allowed to look at the world and our lives with a new perspective that we are allowed to look at the world through the eyes of compassion and hope rather than cynicism and world weariness that is a good news worth sharing and it is worth for others to hear it as well when Philip got down to the level of others When he acted as the go-between, when he removed any barriers that they might have had in meeting Jesus, then they were offered that opportunity to hear that upturned, upside-down world that Jesus was offering in the kingdom of God. Philip was able to speak and others were able to understand so for us maybe we need to think about our evangelism how much is it that we expect those who are not part of the conversation to come into the conversation and already understand what is fully going on how much do we expect others to speak our language rather than go and try and find ways of helping them understand. What barriers are we putting in through our jargon, our bizarre and occasionally unnecessary rituals, the ridiculous arguments that so often happen in church, and the at times truly dreadful ways that we try and communicate the gospel I'm just thinking of the tragedy of Christian drama, and even worse, Christian rock music. We need to find ways of stopping to create those barriers. We need to find ways of encountering those outside of the life of the church and allowing them to feel that they can be part of the conversation. St Francis of Assisi, in one of his instructions to his friars, says that all friars should preach by their deeds. So if the words we're using to communicate the gospel aren't working, and it might be that for some of us we feel uncomfortable about talking with those outside in our workplaces or in our various hobby groups, That we actually feel uncomfortable about talking with them about our faith or maybe we can preach by the deeds that we do clothe the hungry feed the poor comfort the sick surely in those actions are a million sermons and probably more let us be a church where there are no insiders or outsiders in the conversation. Let us be a community of people who want to see Jesus and who want to help others to see and know Jesus as well. So this coming week, as we get ready for the coming of Holy Week next week with Palm Sunday, Let us think about those barriers we might have created that have prevented others from coming to know Christ. And let us also think of Philip and his example. How can we be a go-between between Christ and others? So who are the people you speak the language of? Who is it that you could help to get to know something of Jesus's good news. And use words if you can, but if not, show them the love of God by your actions. May God help us to be faithful and true this week and forevermore. Amen.